Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where we share our businesses, the good and the ugly, to provide tips about branding and business development based on our experiences to hopefully inspire you. In this episode, we want to talk about what equipment do you need to make decent videos? What can you do to make quality videos without spending all of your weekly allowance? Carl, you're pretty good when it comes to videos. And by good, I mean you've got over 16,000 YouTube subscribers. You're making promo videos for clients around the world. You know, what equipment do we need to make good videos? Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, you make it sound like I actually know more than I actually do. <laughs> but, um, you know, to be honest, all of it came, you know, anything that I know has come from direct experience of doing everything wrong. Okay, so when, if you look back to the original videos that I have up from like 2008 or 2009, some of them are horrible. I mean, some of them are so bad I wish I could take them down, but a lot of people are watching them, so I can't do anything with them. <laughs> uh, but I do want to go over sort of a basic equipment list. These are five things that I think are essential to making decent videos. So uh, I'll get rid of the very first thing. So obviously you need a camera. Number one, you need a camera. And, you know, for this kind of thing here, for this podcast here, uh, I'm only going to cover maybe the few very simple cameras that everyone can get their hands on. So the very first one is, I believe, your iPhone or any smartphone that you have because the cameras in those things are unbelievable. And it was the iPhone 4 that originally got me you know, really into making videos because it was the first time that I had this portable, uh, I guess, video production kit in my pocket. So I would say, number one, think about using your iPhone. Second thing that I would consider having uh, with me or using is a GoPro. So as an example, the GoPro Hero 3, Hero 3 Plus, or Hero 4, any of these cameras are fantastic choices for your video camera. The third one is to maybe go with a DSLR type of camera that shoots videos or any type of uh, the mirrorless cameras or even like a point-and-shoot camera that has HD quality video, go for one of those. Now, there is one thing that you have to be aware of, and we'll talk about it more later, is that most of these cameras, you're going to need some sort of sound, uh, you know, as in microphone, because most of these have horrible, horrible internal microphones. But we will talk about that in a little bit later on here, okay? So the three cameras, your phone, your, your smartphone, a GoPro or a DSLR or mirrorless camera. So I just have a follow-up question about when it comes to the iPhone videos. So... In terms of video quality, most small businesses are probably going to have a website where they want, and then they'll have a video there, or maybe they want to use YouTube. I mean, is the quality that you can get from an iPhone, uh, is it good enough for these platforms? I think it's not only good enough, but it's better than what you would probably need. As an example, uh, sort of credibility-wise for the iPhone, uh, the you know a Bentley, one of the major luxury car brands, or maybe one of the top luxury car brands in the world, shot two commercials using iPhones. And not only did they shoot them using iPhones, but they also edited them with an iPad in the back of the Bentley. So if there's a proof that the iPhone quality is good enough, that's one. That's, that's definitely proof there. Uh, iPhones have also been used to shoot uh, scenes from different um, Hollywood motion pictures as well. And I think at different film festivals where they've used iPhones, uh, people couldn't tell the difference between an iPhone and a $16,000 camera. So. Yeah. I hardly see anyone carrying a really big camera anymore. It just seems that everything is getting much smaller. I mean, the idea of using phones to do some creative work seems to be, you know, okay, the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, too, is if you have a big, huge camera, even like a DSLR camera that's kind of bigger, 
and you decide to go somewhere to shoot something, you may be stopped from shooting something because the people there, maybe security or whatever, they might think, okay, you know, I'm sorry, but there's, there are no, I guess, quote unquote, professional video production allowed in this area or something like that. But if you just show up with your phone or some tiny little camera, they're not going to care. So you can definitely get away with a lot more using your iPhone. All right. That's awesome. What's tip number two? Tip number two is you need a tripod. So you have to have stable footage because shaky video, honestly, is really hard to watch. Uh, you might have a hard time maintaining your audience's attention or they simply will not watch your videos and will just go somewhere else if you do not use a tripod. As far as tips for buying a tripod, there are so many out there that Really, you can probably get the cheapest thing out there as long as it's stable enough and tall enough. So I recommend getting the tallest one that you can afford. And then after that, maybe you'll find, okay, I need something a little bit different. For example, maybe if you change locations all the time, you might want something that is smaller and portable. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want one of these Joby Gorilla Pods that has the flexible legs. I have one of those as well, and I think those are fantastic for when you're just going out and about and you need to just quickly set up a video somewhere, you can wrap it around you know, a telephone pole or oh, that's kind of big, but maybe like a fence or something like that or I put them on you know, monkey bars at the playground uh, on top of rocks at the beach. So something like that might be really good for you as well. So definitely get a tripod though. Now with the, with the cameras that you're kind of recommending for, the, for our audience, uh, I've seen tripods, I mean some you know, it costs like $10, some cost over $100. Do you have like a certain, is there like a certain price range that they should be considering? I would say it depends also on, on your camera. Like you said, okay. if you have like a, a heavier camera, then you'll probably need a slightly bigger tripod just because the weight of the camera might cause the tripod to shake a little bit. But if you're using your phone or even like the smaller cameras that are available nowadays, I would say any tripod is good enough as long as it's steady and as long as it's you know, you can get it get it where you want it to go kind of thing, wherever you're going to be shooting your, your videos. Okay. Well, what's the, uh, what's the next thing after tripods? Okay, so after you get tripod sorted out, the next thing is lighting. Now, lighting is critical to professional-looking videos. If you're thinking, okay, well, my iPhone videos don't look very good, it might be because your lighting is not very good. So you definitely have to make sure that you're always going to be in a nice, bright environment. So what you can do is use a bright window and some floor lamps. Really, really super easy. Now, you don't want strong, direct sunlight coming into your face because that's going to look kind of weird as well and you won't be able to make your video because you'll be squinting all the time. But you do want bright light coming in. Maybe if you're, if you do have like an, say like an east or south, or sorry, like a, maybe a south facing window, that's really good. If you are facing east, then maybe just have uh, some sort of uh, uh, the curtains down maybe, some, uh, what do you call those, sort of something to diffuse the light a little bit. Um, now you'll also want though is a, a floor lamp of some sort in order to balance out the light from the window and to make sure that either you or whoever is in the video is properly lit from basically all sides. Now there's a really great explanation on using light from a window which we call available light and lamps. Uh, and it's a video by Noptop, Nop as in K-N-O-P-T-O-P, Noptop. And the video is called Quick 3-Point Filmmaking Lighting. And hopefully we can add some sort of a link to this video here. He has a really great description of how to set up lighting using just windows and some lamps. So check that out. But definitely get the lighting right too. 
Okay. So the three-point lighting, is, is, is that sort of like a magic number, like th that you should consider three sources of light in order to have a good, you know, good lighting space or environment? Yeah, you know, I find that for most people, like for myself, I've never really worried about the third point. The third point usually is from behind or from the top kind of thing and shining down to separate yourself from, from the background. Uh, I've always found that because I've got a bald head, that's all already enough of like a shine to You're kind of separate me from the background. <laughs> exactly. It's but if you, Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> if, if otherwise, then you might have to consider using a third light source, yes. Okay, very cool. All right, what's the fourth tip? Okay, the fourth tip is the location. So the location is also part of your equipment because location is kind of like a tool. If you use the wrong location, that might give your audience a bad or lukewarm impression of you and your organization. So make sure that you choose a relatively neutral location. Now, if you're making videos about your shop or your restaurant, then for sure you'll want to use your shop or restaurant for the location. But just make sure that you clean things up and make sure that you have plenty of light there so that that also helps with creating a good impression. But yeah, definitely choose as neutral of a location as possible. Uh, but if you use, for example, like a white wall behind you, mm -hmm. I don't really like that uh, because people tend to, you know, kind of look flat against that wall. Um, most of the time, people will stand too close to the wall and they'll look like they just kind of blend in. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you could see like Mike right now in, in, our, in our call here, this is actually really good because his background is kind of far away from him. So it's not, it's not too close where it doesn't look like he's blending into it. So if you've seen any videos where I've got a bookshelf behind me or whatever, something like that where you know, it's kind of neutral and it's not too distracting. What is the fifth tip that you'd recommend? Okay, number five is probably the most important out of all of them. It is the sound quality, your microphone. So now for the audio, it's so important. I mean, the, the audio for your video is actually, I think, more important than the video quality. That means that I wouldn't recommend making videos until you have your audio equipment ready. Audio equipment and audio quality is basically the difference between someone watching your videos and getting a good impression about you and your brand, or they might go to the competition. I've, I just recently was buying tires, actually, and I was watching a video uh, doing a tire review. And it was from a shop that was obviously selling the tires, but they wanted to introduce the tires, which I thought was a great idea because I've never seen anything like that before. But I couldn't watch it because I couldn't hear the guy talking. It, the audio quality was so bad that I just couldn't watch the video anymore. The lighting wasn't that great either, but yeah, the audio quality was so poor that I couldn't watch it anymore, which is really unfortunate because if there was another company that was doing the same thing and they had better audio quality, I would have watched. Okay, so anyway, so with... With the, um, with the microphones that you use there, um, you know, microphones are kind of like, you know, shoes and boots and things like that where you kind of need something different for different situations. But if you are using your iPhone, then I highly recommend going with an Edutage EIM-003 microphone. Now, if, in case you didn't know this, uh, I actually do work with Edutage microphones. So this is kind of like a very biased recommendation here, but... You know, but I but check out the videos that I've made with these with these products, and you'll see that you know it's not just because you know, I'm working with them. Uh, anyway, so that that microphone is the EIM003, and there's a cable that you need to get with it. It's called the ESL001, and what that allow you to do is clip the microphone to your lapel, to your collar, or whatever, 
and that will help you get really great audio quality. In fact, this is the original setup that I used when I first started making videos with my iPhone, and to be honest, it's still my favorite. So it's a great combination of audio quality and portability. But if you're using, for example, a DSLR or a GoPro, then I would go for the Edutage ETM-006, which is again this lavalier or lapel style microphone, and it also offers awesome audio quality for your videos. And that will plug directly into your DSLR if it has a microphone input, or into your GoPro but with an adapter. All right, so yeah, yeah microphones. Yeah, and I can definitely, yeah, these microphones are really cool. Uh, I think you nailed it, like audio quality and portability. I actually have two of these microphones, uh, one for my iPhone and uh, and also for the GoPro. So they are pretty cool and they're nice and small, which is really handy. All right, so to wrap things up, do you wanna do a quick uh, summary? Yeah, okay, so number one, as far as equipment for your videos is concerned, the five things that I talked about today were number one, the camera. So either using your iPhone, the simplest and easiest device that you have. Second of all is to get a tripod so you have stable shots in your videos. The third thing is to get lighting, get that sorted out. So you have really professional looking videos, you need good lighting. Number four, make sure that your location is the right location. And number five, make sure you use a good quality microphone. Okay, so, and well, there you go. That is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers. Learn to build a brand that people understand and trust. Yeah.